Hello there. Welcome to the Beloved Son Ministry Show, where we who were once only the prodigal children now dare believe that we really are the beloved children of the Father. This Father who has loved us with an everlasting love. So now, let us come together, yes, in all of our brokenness, in all of our woundedness, but also in all of our belovedness, to share with one another the impact God has had on our lives and the impact that He continues to have in our lives, so that our curses may become crosses and our crosses may truly become blessings. So welcome home, my beloved brothers and sisters. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to our show. Today I have my two lovely sisters with me, Wendy and Grace. Um, Grace is the oldest of three. And Wendy is in the middle and, and, and I'm youngest. And of course, I'm, I'm the best out of all of them. <laughs> You can see if, if you're watching this, instead of listening to it, you see my background is actually a Christmas picture of all five of us. And conveniently, the spot that, that I'm in now is where I was at anyway. So you can't see me, but there I am. And so I thought we would begin first. You know, this is just a conversation about. So this is our Father's Day episode. Just talk, talk a little bit about, you know, our memories and stories about our father. And also, of course, right, but before we get into that, you know, I did want to talk a little bit about our faith and how, you know, we all went to the same grade school, um, Holy Redeemer, Chinese Catholic school, and we all went through first through eighth grade. Now they have kindergarten now. Um, and, I, and I think my oldest sister went to one year of, of Little Flower. So she has nine years of Catholic school. My other sister, Winnie, has eight. And I have, well, <laughs> let me see. I will have 12 and then seminary. So that's, that's a lot. So then let's just, let's just talk about that. So, you know, we've all been to Catholic school for at least eight years, you know, and at the end of my eighth grade, I decided to get baptized because I felt, you know, I, you know, I really felt moved and I wanted to, to be part of this. Can you just talk a little bit about your experience in grades in Catholic school and whether or not throughout your life since then, has God played a role or have you ever thought about, you know, does God exist and all this stuff? So just a little bit, a little bit from, from your own experience. So either one can, can, can start first and I'll mute myself just to minimize the noise so that uh, you, you guys can, can tell your part. Okay. <laughs> You can go first since, you know, you're the oldest. You you went in first three years before me. <laughs> you can go ahead. You're leaving. Well, I've been there only for eight years as for Catholic school setting. I think it did, it did, it did do an impact because I do compare myself to others um, when I'm in school. I compare how I was taught and how I came to be. So I, I feel like it did shape me in a way. Um, and as far as my belief, um, I feel because I was in a Catholic school and then raised in a Buddhist family, it kind of 
had me a little confused. So it made me believe that there is something out there and they all had one name. So I do believe because I've been taught. Um, there is no confusion as far as if there is a higher power. There is one. So I guess that's just my take. Yeah, and, and you mentioned something that you know, people often ask me um, before my conversion, what was my uh, religion? And I really, you know, I at first I thought it was Buddhist, but then thinking back, it's like, you know, we really didn't really have a, a religion, right? Right. Because our family, our parents didn't really go to temple or mm-hmm. go to anything. It was just sort of so, so, you know, I, I moved from like Buddhist to just like the Chinese cultural practice. Right. Because, you know, exactly. I thought, you know, yeah, we didn't, you know, be, you know, we really didn't go to anywhere Saturday or Sunday. And so I, you know, it's good that you mentioned that because that's what I was confused in the beginning. You know, was I a Buddhist? You know, but anyways, but okay. But I, you know, I have a question for you that, 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 that I'll ask after Grace tells her her experience. Okay, Grace. Well, from my experience, I feel like, yes, I, I, how can I say this? Yes, I felt like we, I believe in God. However, and not so much as God, as a higher power, as Wendy said, because everything I do, like I remember all oh, back in the day, we used to say this or we used to say that or remember church settings and stuff like that. But I don't feel like we were actually in a religion per se. We just did cultural stuff. Or, or we'll do a temple once maybe a year or maybe two, twice a year on certain days or things or something. But we do do a lot of the cultural stuff. We, religion wasn't really forced upon us. So it's pretty much like however we feel is however we feel. But I feel like religion is a part of us because we've been in Catholic school for so long. So it's like, it's like second nature to us. And it still is. Hey, thank you. You know, I, I, I think this is really our first conversation <laughs> as siblings about religion. I think, you know, I, you know, and, um, and so Wendy, I remember, you know, I was just cleaning out um, my room slash your old room slash the, um, the <laughs> desk where our uncle built for you and you and Chris, you remember that? that white computer table. And, you know, I, you know, I, I, you know, when, when I was moving in there years ago, I, I just stumped everything in, in the, uh, in the, um, I guess the, the drawers or, or cabinets, whatever you call it. And I came across your old mirror, the flip mirror. Oh my gosh. And I, rem- and it was still there. And I remember like when you were in eighth grade, you had a devotion to Saint Therese, the little mm-hmm. flower. Can yes. you tell me a little bit about that and what and why why was that a part what, what was she a part of your life? Or why was her saint card stuck on the edge of, of your mirror? Honestly, I can't remember when I had that there, but it, it had to have a meeting for me to do that and have it kept there. Um I, I can't remember when 
when that was passed to me. I really can't. But it, I know the story, you know, throughout throughout all the years in Holy Redeemer, you know, we say different prayers, we say different um, tells, the different stories of each. So it, it had to bring something to, a meaning to me for me to have it there. Um, I, I still say it on a daily basis right now, as far as praying. Oh, do you? Um, I do. So, so is it like, uh, do you talk with God, this higher power? Do you, is, is that what prayer is for you? Or, or, or how would you define prayer? What is prayer? I, what do you mean by I prayer? Need, I need more definition, to be honest. Okay. To be honest, I do need more definition. Sometimes I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. I don't. Um, but since diagnosed with breast cancer in 2020, right. I have been saying a prayer and I say it with Tyler, my oldest. Right. I say it every night, whether he's not with me or with me, we mm. do say it together. Okay. Um, and within the prayer, I'll talk. Like I'll, I'll speak yeah. of my day. I'll speak of thanking and keeping family safe and so forth. That's good. I mean, you know, prayer really, what prayer really is, you know, I, I, and I think it's very hard for us growing up in a Catholic school because we think prayer is just what we memorize, mm-hmm. right? The Our Father, the Hail Mary, the Glory Be, the Rosary, the Apostles' Creed, the Mass. But what prayer really is, it is our one-on-one friendship with God. And prayer can be anything from saying good morning, Jesus, or to be like, you know what, I'm really having a really bad day. And, and just talking, any, any conversation that we have with God, that's prayer. And, and our work can be prayer too. Like, you know, you know, when I was still in seminary, you know, I'm, so in, in case you missed the message, it's been one month since I've been out of seminary. And I'll say that for a different time to discuss when I'm ready. Um, but you know, when I was, you know, so I, during my five years in seminary, I've been very blessed to go to d- different parishes and at each parish, I was able to go and bring Holy communion to people. And, 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 and the act of doing that, that is a prayer, you know, and, you know, and it, it, it can be as small as, you know, if I like home now I'm home with mom, of course, you know, sweeping the floor can be an act of prayer. Because if I'm sweeping the floor, knowing that I'm doing this for someone and I'm doing it because I love them. And ultimately that love is a reflection of, of God's love. So in that way, the sweeping is also a prayer. So that's, that's prayer. <laughs> you have your hand raised? What's, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> when would you like to come over here and help me sweep? <laughs> um, you're going to have to look at my calendar as I'm really booked now <laughs> with my summer, my summer break and my, my vacation. <laughs> Grace, you actually have four people there that are going to help you sweep. No, they will not. They will <laughs> make stuff for you. We have four sweep. volunteers for that. That's true. I wish. You should tell them, let's pray together today and I'll have four rooms and start together. sweeping. <laughs> one can right. sweep, one can dust, one can wash the dishes. That's right. <laughs> One can turn off the TV. <laughs> That's right. And it's all prayer. 
It's all fair. Now, before we move on to um, talking a little bit about our father, um, the one last question that I want to talk to for us to really, you know, just share about our religion is that can you think of in our life, you know, your own lives, you know, you know, I, you know, some of your, I mean, you know, we've, we've all gone through our own difficulties and also great moments in our lives, our up and downs. Was there ever a point or one experience where you really felt that you felt that God was there or a higher power or, or you felt as if, you know, you, you know, and I think oftentimes it's, it's easier when we look back, like um, when I standing now and looking back, I don't know, 10 years, like, wow, I really couldn't believe I got through that. And now that I can see it, wow, you know, God was really with me like that. And any, anything like, like, like that in your life that you could sh- share with us with the 10 people who, who I end up listening or watching this. Well, for me, it was when I was actually able to purchase a house and bought my own car. I'm like, wow, I did that for myself. And did you feel it as if God was watching over you or helping you, like just guiding you? All the way through. And how did that make you feel? Like after you signed the, the papers or, or had the keys in your hands, like what, like, like what did that feel like? So like... Um, it's all coming together. Yep, and I'm still waiting for my invitation, but that's okay. Moving right along. You've been here plenty of times, so don't cry. <laughs> Not since you've done some work. <clears throat> oh, I never said Well, it's either. still a work in progress. It's still a work in progress. Okay. Great. Thank you. How about you, Wendy? Just pick one. I, mean, I know so you, have, you have thousands, millions. Yeah, there is, so, <laughs> there is so many. There is uh-huh. so many that you just... You just have you. You mm-hmm. may not think about it at the moment, or sometimes you do at the moment, and then you forget. Mm-hmm. But I have to say, this journey of mine that is ongoing. I mean, I know, you know, since I was diagnosed in twenty twenty, every step was a wow. We got this through. We got through. So we got through the chemo. We got through the radiation. We got through the surgery. Got through more chemo. But every single step. It's like, okay, we got it. We did it. Thank you for getting me through this part. And then, and so forth. So it's it's never ending only because, you know, everything's unpredictable. And, and every day is, yeah. Yeah, every Go day ahead. is, every day is a new day. Yeah. So every night, Every day is a new accomplishment. Mm-hmm. And you do feel God's guiding hand. Mm-hmm. God watching over you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, I, and I think it's, you know, it, it, it's, it's very good to hear your perspectives because, you know, yes, you know, you, you know, your brother is, is Catholic and, and he, you know, he was almost going to be a priest. And so, you know, it's sort of, interesting for me to hear what your experience with God is like and and you know you know you know whenever I share my story with 
with the people that, that I come to meet in church or on my visits, they would always, you know, say to me, well, maybe you will convert your family, you know, as a priest or whatever it is. And so the one last question I'll ask you, and it, it could be a yes, no, simple answer is, do you think, are you open rather, will you be open to the possibility of growing deeper in your friendship with God? And maybe even to the point of maybe one day, if God moves you to really get baptized? Maybe. It's definitely open. Well, that's something that hopefully we can um, discuss more. Now that, you know, I have a lot of free, more free time now, I can bring the Bible to your house and, and, and we, can, <laughs> we can start going through it. But so, so now let's, let's shift and go to, to the, the big topic of the day, which is Father's Day. And it's also our mother's birthday. You know, June 19th is our mom's birthday. So let's wish our mom a happy birthday. So happy birthday, mom. Happy birthday. Um, and so for those of you who may not know, our father passed away about 13 years ago on October 14, 2008. And at that time, I was a sophomore in college. Yeah, somewhere in college. And I wanted to take this opportunity on Father's Day to really um, discuss and share some stories or memories we, 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 we all have about our, our, you know, about dad. And because I'm sure there are some that, that you may know or you experience that I don't, I may not have. And I just think that would be nice to, to share. Um, or stories that you heard other people talk about dad. Um, so I guess I'll, I'll start first, you know, I was, um, so growing up in Philadelphia, you know, we live in row homes and our next door neighbor, I can remember, um, I think two or three years ago during the, the winter time. And I was, you know, shoveling, you know, our favorite work to do is <laughs> shovel the this, this snow and, it, th- there was one day and um, the mother, uh, uh, so our, our next door neighbor is a family, you know, mom, dad, three kids. The kids are, 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 are older now, you know, but two of them are, I think, in their 20s. One of them is a senior in high school, I think. And, you know, I, you know, I, you know, so it was a snowstorm and, and I was home for, I think for like a day or two. And then I wasn't home again for a week and then I snowed again. And then when I came back, I saw that it was, it was shoveled. And so, you know, I, I, I asked, you know, I said, Oh, you know, I, I saw the next one. Oh, thank you so much for shoveling. And the mother said to me uh, something that I never really thought about. I never really, you know, was that she said, well, of course we would shovel because when your dad was alive, he would always shovel our side too. And so that really moved me because I think in my life, in in my short time with him, you know, 18, 19 years, whatever it is, I think, I don't think I appreciated him as much as I probably ought to. And, and, And that really touched me 
to to see how other people um, remember that as so that's one little memory and then we'll go around and they'll tell more personal stories about but okay next <laughs> you may go ahead I remember when was well, not with me but it was with Phil I remember when Phil was a kid like a baby like not even a year old yet you would sit there and watch soccer with that your eyes are glued to the TV. And then dad usually has his usual, a little bear, a little, the little glass bottle of bear and his little canister of peanuts and eating. Watch, you guys just watching, watching football, um, soccer all the time. That's one memory. Your turn. <laughs> I remember his days off was Tuesdays. And where do we always eat when he would pick us up from school? In Chinatown, Lakeside, which is no longer there. Now, this was bef before me. Oh, but there's another part to that when he's off. We will go to then AC. We will go to AC. <laughs> I remember that. We would go to AC. They would go play, and then we would be at the arcade for an hour or two. Was, <laughs> then was that on Tuesdays? <laughs> that was on Tuesdays. This was like, we were like in third or fourth grade around there. You and were in we third or fourth grade? I was in first grade <laughs> I don't remember what grade we were. I knew it was in grade school. It was in HR. And we would go to AC and they would go play and we'd be in the arcade and the um the security people would be fine. It's okay with us. We used to be in the, in the little arcade. I think it was either Valley or Caesars. Then we shifted over to the showboat when they had the huge arcade over there. And we'd just be running around over there having fun until they come and got us. But we, we knew not to go nowhere further than that. Those were the days when we could do anything and everything and we're not getting in trouble for it. Anything else you want to expand on on either of those two? How? Oh, go ahead. Okay. I was going to say, I remember, you know, because he's off and he works at a restaurant and he doesn't come home till late night and only have that one day off, that we have to wait for the school bus. And if the school bus was late, we know not to go home unless it was like, like school was already started like at eight yep. something, and we had to go in and be like um the bus never came we'll hear him be upset and cut Take us out <laughs> <laughs> but he'll that's still like, bring that's, that's the every day every year thing too yes but every but, year thing but he would drive yeah yeah and then grumble no and drive but but he would drive. <laughs> yeah. i i remember yeah. that because the especially when it's snowing or whatever we know the bus wasn't going to come. But we said stand but out there and wait. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hold and all. We still got to stand out there and wait. <laughs> now, uh, you'll probably both agree with me that now I'm, I'm, I'm maybe this isn't, of course, unique to us, but I, I, our data wasn't very, did not show a lot of affection. No. Not no. a lot of hugs and all that. But I think we knew that he loved us or he cared for us. Because he took care of everything. Yeah. Yeah. And let's say if we were like, like if we, we didn't have enough funds or anything like that, we would never know. We would never know. That's right. That's true. We'll never I don't know think we anything. ever. Yeah, we, we would never know if, there, if, we're, if we're low on funds or we can't do this or we can't. Do, we never mm -hmm. knew about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think 
part of a good parenting is is to not let that weigh on your kids. Definitely. Right. And 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 they did that. You know, they you know, we we knew we, you know, we weren't rich. But we also knew we weren't sleeping <laughs> on the streets. Right. You know, we 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 had food. I mean, our dad was a chef. You know, and, and so, we had McDonald's every Friday. It's a big thing for us back then. <laughs> like, yay! Yeah, fish sandwich plane. Oh, for <laughs> him, we for will him. always go to Kmart, Kmart, and Acme. That that will be our go-to every weekend. And speaking speaking of Acme, you and your ten cent sodas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I buy them all. Y'all drink them all though too. No, because you bought you bought a great one, and I hated that one, so I never drank it. <laughs> I never got the Acme Cola because it tasted nasty. So I so we settled on the lemon lime, which is the the Acme Sprite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so so now that you know you know, thirteen years seems such a long time, but it seemed like it was only yesterday. It does. Um. Now let's close with. Um, well, no, there are two things that, that I wanted to, to, to close with. The first is, it's Father's Day today. So if Dad were here, what would you want to say to him? I'll go last since I went first. Before I'll say thank you for everything, showing me like what can and can't be done. You will never like you won't have to show it in your face. You can just do it. Basically, just thank you for being there. How do I say it? Being there, but not being there. I don't know. Like, no, letting us know that you're there. You know, just by his actions. You know. Yeah, and not we being, are why. Yeah, and not being a helicopter parent. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like we and, are now. <laughs> you you two can be. I don't have any. <laughs> I was. I know. I, don't know I was, but it was it, because of how crazy is this? The world's gone. I know, and we'll and we'll talk more about. And so, of course, you you come back on future episodes to talk about how crazy this world is. But I think if that were here today, and of course, I know he's here in spirit. But if he was still alive today, I wish you know because he would have have retired by now. I wish he would. I wish we would. We would have been able to give him a happy retirement, that he can go to Vegas, go to Atlantic City, wherever it is. I mean, don't get us wrong. Our dad wasn't a raging gamble hall gambler or gamble hall. Whatever is what's gambler. that word? Gambler. <laughs> gambler. But, but he likes to do that. Yeah, and mom likes to put little pennies and play the pennies. The pennies last. That's fine too. But I will say thank you, and and thank you for, um, I guess, persevering. I mean, they, our parents went through, they moved here with no family, basically, really, and and they started a family here, so that we can have a life here in America, supposedly, you know, a, a land full of opportunities. Um, a, a better life and 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 I just want to thank him for his sacrifice both he and and mom um 
gave up to be here. And I'm sure maybe we can get mom on at some point. It'll have to be a Chinese episode. But huh? like, exactly. Like, like what were their dreams? You know, like growing up, I wanted to be a doctor slash teacher slash whatever. <laughs> and you were, you, you did all that. I did. And I think I might go back now. Um, but what, what were their dreams? You know, what did they want to do? And I think, you know, Grace wanted to be a nurse at some point. Yeah, I did. Um, she was at Temple. And Wendy, I, you know, you, 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 you have your degree in accounting, but is, is that what you wanted to do all along or? I don't, you want my, to... I don't have my degree in accounting. Or business. I'm sorry. I had business ma- uh, management, marketing, and finance. I don't know. I think I chose business because our cousin was in business. Which one? Uh, Peter. Oh, okay. So oh, then I, I, okay, I want to go to Penn State mm-hmm. and get a business degree. And that's what I did. Um, it's so general mm-hmm. that I still don't know what was my main career was supposed to be. And then I went into accounting and I'm, I don't know if it's the accountant in me or just me in general. Like Mm -hmm. I like to be accurate before training others or telling them others or whatever the case, I need to be almost a hundred percent accurate with my um, answers or my studies or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever the case is. So somewhere along that line, and I do plan on, Maybe getting my master's. I, I it is kind of late in you the day, I know, right? <laughs> I do want to. I always want to get my master's, but you know, kids and yes, faith, right. you know. So okay, well, we'll see what happens. You know, is is a lifelong journey. You can, you know, you can go to school. Basically, as long as you can do the course, you can go to school. Now we have a few more minutes and. You two have been married and have children. What would you say to all? Well, first, what would you say to the children today in terms of their fathers? Like, what would what is your message that you want to tell the kids today about fathers? Mine would be. Don't be afraid to show them that you care. And thank them. Thank your dads. Tell them that you care for them and, and just be grateful. Okay. 10 seconds each because we're running out of time. Grace. I don't know. You skip me for okay. now. Wendy. Thing. Be thankful. Thankful that they are here and in your lives and let them know that you appreciate them. Okay. How about you, Grace? <laughs> Think <laughs> what would you want Wendy's kids to know or Jackie to know. They may they may or may not be around, but they're always around. They know. Okay. And one last thing is to all the fathers out there. All the fathers or all those who are about to be fathers and all those who may be deciding whether or not they want to be a father or those who are struggling um, in their first years of being a parent what are some words that you have for them? Um, nobody has a handbook. Just do what you think is right. You may make, make mistakes, but at least you learn from them. 
Yeah, there's no instructions. Just do what you can. And if, if it's wrong, try again. And that's coming from two people with children and someone who doesn't have children. <laughs> I want to say to all the dads out there, all those who are new dads, soon to be dads, struggling dads, the best thing you can do for your children is to love them and love their mothers. Listen to the moms. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's important. Mom knows everything. You know, dads, tell your kids you love them, hug them, kiss them, and, and make, them, make them feel special. Make your kids feel special. I'm not saying spoil them, but I'm saying make them feel special. Challenge them to be better. But always tell them that that they're they're loved and that they're special to you. And so, you know, thank you so much for joining me today for this special episode of the podcast on Father's Day. And we wish everyone out there a happy Father's Day. Those who are fathers, godfathers. So I'm I'm be I'll be waiting for my phone call from my niece, <laughs> but we'll see. Um, and we want to wish also our mother a very happy birthday. And let's just close with a prayer for all fathers. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. God, our Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of life, for the gift of fatherhood, but most importantly, for the gift of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. We ask you to bless all fathers, strengthen them, and especially those who are going through a tough time. Give them the courage and the strength and the patience to continue to endure, to, to, to keep trying to know that, that they're not alone in this and that you are with them. And we ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father and the Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you guys later. I love you guys. And I'll probably text you in a few minutes. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. For more audios, videos, blog entries, and other resources, please visit us at www.belovedsonministry.org.